Welcome to the Becoming More podcast, episode number 26. Before we get started, I want to ask all of you to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps the show. Here in Becoming More, we go in-depth talking to some amazing people about how they have changed their lives dramatically and have inspired others to work towards the same. Today, I am joined by Jess, and I forget how to say your last name, so I'm not going to try it again. Jess, how are you today? Good. Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so as I start each podcast, it's kind of become the thing now. Um, uh, I like to ask everyone, what is the bottom line of your journey so far? Because Jess said so. So bottom, bottom line is, uh, I had to make drastic change in my life back in February of 2017. Um, I, uh, would find myself, you know, I found myself in the hospital with ulcers on both of my legs and it actually became a issue for me because I never, even though I was always big, I never, I never felt that my weight got bigger than something that I could handle. And you know, when I was in the hospital with the ulcers on both my legs and could finally that, that see that sign that my body was deteriorating. Um, it woke me up to the point to where, um, I knew that I had to, I had to do something. Um, so I would elect to have weight loss, you know, surgery. Um, but you know, I've, I've been big, you know, all my life, uh, highest weight that I've ever been was, you know, recorded that I know about was 581 pounds. Um, and that was, that, that was me in that hospital and I'm sitting there and I can see my body deteriorating. And I had the, the vision of either Jess, you're either going to be permanently disabled or you're not going to be here too much longer. And that was kind of the road that, that I seen myself. Um, I had tried every single diet imaginable, um, you know, leading up to all of that. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, having weight loss surgery before I had a tool or at least something that could provide, um, that step for me to kind of figure things out. Um, however, you know, and I, and I, I mean, I've, if you want to count the amount of times that I've lost a hundred pounds and then gained it back and lost hundred pounds, gain it back. Um, I'd be a toothpick, you know, right now. Um, but that's kind of, that's kind of the bottom line. I mean, I know there's a whole big, you know, story behind that, but that, that where that was my bottom line, as far as the lowest point ever for me, where I needed to do something. Um, obviously I'm married. I have two beautiful girls and um, you would think that that would be more motivation than anything to get me. And it was for a certain period of time, you know, especially when my, you know, firstborn, you know, um, but the main issue was, is that I didn't, I didn't fix or I didn't have enough um, willpower to, to fix what was above the shoulders and, you know, that's been my new regime and what I'm focused and working on myself now 
is just being in the right headspace and mindset. Um, Cause I think that's, you know, you can have all the tools in the world with weight loss surgery or, you know, eating the right diet or whatever, but if you don't fix what's above the shoulders, nothing, nothing else will, you'll never fix, you'll never fix the true, the true issue, the true underlining problem that got you to where, to where you were. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, men- mental, the mental part aspect of the journey is like, I, I always, I used to say uh, nutrition was, you know, 50, 90% and exercise was 10%. Yeah. And now I've gone to like nut- the mental thing is 50 and then nutrition's like 40 and exercise 10 or some version of that, but definitely 50 for the mental, because it's so important. And you don't even, it's sometimes like you said, like you, lo- you could count how many times you've lost like a hundred pounds Absolutely. and gained it right back. Right. And you, so you've done that without having the mental part. Right. I lost a hundred pounds on my journey on this journey uh, in 2018 to 2019 without having the mental part right because I just I followed a plan and I just stuck to it even though I didn't I wasn't in the right mental space at that point um, so you, you also mentioned uh, hospital so when you were in the hospital in 2017 um, did you I'm just curious like how old were you were you then if you don't mind saying yeah so I'm 42 now uh-huh. so what 39 no yeah okay so so i was like i'm 37 now and i was when i was in the hospital in 2016 i was like 33 and i had a pulmonary embolism 6 623 and all that and like it was like one of those times where like even though i knew like it wasn't good i still wasn't totally there like where i knew we needed to change like I, i still waited a year and a half before i started really and it just was like even though i knew like you know i knew i'm like eh. And like when I got out of the hospital, I lost 50 pounds and I was like, oh, you know, I'm doing good now. I lost 50 pounds because I lost 50 pounds in a week. And, and, it's, <laughs> and it's crazy, too, because it, it's funny when you're as big and massive as like, you know, we were at, you know, 600 pounds, mm-hmm. 50 to lose 50 pounds is like nothing. You yeah. know, I'm, yeah. I don't I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm, I'm overemphasizing that maybe wrongly because for some people it is very hard to lose 50 pounds, but I'm putting it into the grand scheme of things of, you know, um, it, it is when you're that large and you, and you've been just totally messing yourself up for so long yeah. and eating at such excessive calories or whatever, just a little bit of reducing that at that when it's that high, mm-hmm. the, the weight just, you know, it, it does. However, the problem with that is at least in, in my you know situation is that would happen for me every time that I would go to start something. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, Oh, this is easy peasy. This is a piece of cake. Oh, same piece of cake. I can, Oh, I can, I can add a piece of cake mm-hmm. because if I'm losing that much and, I'm, and then it would just spiral to bad habits again. And, and I would shoot, shoot back up and everything that I had done for a short period of time to lose that hundred pounds, I would, I would find a way to just sabotage it and, and put that weight back if not more. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's such a, it's like such a, it became almost like a, a, not a game, but in a way, cause I would, 
I'd see this guy go on the scale every couple of weeks and like, I'd see it and it'd be like, I was for a while, I was floating on the five seventies and, and then I'm like, you know, I was like, well, I used to be six twenty, So that's, that's good. Yeah. But, 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 that, so, but then, but then eventually it goes back up because, you know, time and lack of effort and all that, you know, goes on. So, um, talk about where you got to. So I like to just start kind of in the beginning with everyone and just kind of talk about, so like, as you were growing up, um, I know you kind of touched on this a little bit when you started your bottom line. Um, were you like heavy growing up? Like, did you like do sports or did you like, did you just like kind of progress slowly as you got to like adulthood and just kept gaining? Um, so if you want to classify for how doctors say obese, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've been obese since the age of six years old. Okay. Um, that's as far back as I can remember where, um, I, where I had issues, I had a problem. Um, however, I was huge and actively into sports. The problem was, is that I was always the biggest, you know, biggest kid in the class, biggest kid in the room, that type of thing. But I was athletic. I played basketball. I played football. I mm -hmm. was, I was, I was very, uh, baseball was my sport. Very, very good, you know, at baseball. And, uh, what, what, what position first base and third base. Cool. Yeah. Um, mainly first base. That was like, I mean, my favorite, if, for those that know, I'm, I, I live in Michigan and my favorite, you know, player growing up was Cecil Fielder. Had to be so, right. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's the big fat guy that plays first base. No, it was like here it is. Here's me. You know, here this that's you know that's me. Um, and I was I was always the big guy, you know. But uh, um, but that's where you know if I wasn't if I wasn't playing sports or out, you know, with my buddies, you know, playing sports, whatever. Um. I was eating something. I mean, I can, I can, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, you know, I can remember it, you know, it was, you know, the kid things, it was sports, eating video games, sports, eating video games mm -hmm. back then, you know, it wasn't as much video games. Like you have, you have now. Oh yeah. I mean, I was still the, you know, video games was saved for rainy days. I was the type of kid that was out on his bike and playing sports and going to friend's house and shooting hoops and that type of thing mm -hmm. until, you know, the whole cliche or the whole thing of, you know, until, you know, you better be home when the, be home when the streetlights come on, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was somewhat similar. Um, but then as I got old, uh, kind of as I got towards like teenage years, like uh, video games had more of an impact because that's when like the PlayStation started coming out and, you know, playing Mortal Kombat till 3 a.m. with friends at, on weekends and, and like, uh, and what did we do the whole time while we were playing? Snacking on junk the whole time, right? Well, you know, you'd have sleepovers, have your friends, you know, I mean, and, you know, and, okay, mom and dad are going to order a pizza for all of us. You know, it was just, that was like the common thing. Oh, now you got popcorn, now you got chips, now you got snacks. It was always, you know, the good, the good foods because you, you got your friends over. You want to oh, yeah. make, make, you know, you want to make them, you know, uh, you know, feel welcomed, you know, and, and, and that's, I mean, I can, you know, I can remember that, you know, and staying up, like you said, till three, four in the morning, you know, and, and just playing video games until one of us, you know, or all of us zonked out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, for sure. On on the old TVs that were, well, mine was like UHF and VHF, right? Uh, but nobody knows what that means anymore. I know with the AV switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, all right. So, you talked about how like you were big all like growing up and all that since you were six. Um, so at a certain point, like I'm sure you, I'm not sure your parents like wanted you to try to to lose weight as you're growing up. What were some of the diets that you tried that obviously didn't work as you got to your heaviest? Yeah. So, um, I, I diets really did not come into effect for me as far as my childhood. I was always big. Um, we always, we were the type of family that, uh, I, I, I was never told no if I wanted seconds and, if there was enough food for thirds, I was not, it was, mm-hmm. if he's asked, if he's asking, he must be hungry. That was, <laughs> that was yeah. kind of how it went. And, you know, I come from, I'm, I'm half Irish, half Italian. So it was either Italian type foods were being made or, you know, fried chicken type, you know, and those type of fried foods, you know, and, uh, uh, the potatoes. Yeah. And those types of foods were being yeah. made. And that was the house, you know, that I grew up in. And there was always more food made than, than what was, than what was needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but to really deep dive into answering your question, you know, I think I was, I, I want to say like nine or 10 years old. And I found an article in a newspaper about a local gentleman um, that had um, lost like almost to the, t- and he was like maybe, 800 pounds and like ended up losing like 600 pounds of it oh wow yeah um and he would start up a mentorship type program for kids he wanted to help kids and i can remember bawling my eyes out you know because i knew even at that age that i had a problem Mm -hmm. that i wanted to do something i took the news article to um my parents and said you know can i sign up for this can i do this I don't remember how much it cost or whatever it was, but my both, you know, my mom and dad, you know, agreed to it. They put me into that program and, uh, you know, we traded baseball cards. It was co-ed, you know, us kids, you know, same, same, you know, age group. Um, we'd play sports together. We would meet like once or twice a week and on weekends and stuff like that. And he'd mentor, he'd coach us, he'd tell us, give us some, you know, nutritional type, you know, uh, advice and things to try and do. And, you know, and I, and I lost weight and I was feeling good about myself. And then all of a sudden he didn't start showing up anymore, Mm. but we would go and he didn't start showing up. And then it was, where's Larry, where's Larry, you know, no one, no one knows. Um, and eventually later on, it would come to find out that, um, he was being offered book deals and to travel, you know, out of state and do radio shows and that type of thing and tell his story. And he was uh, creating a, you know, what you see like infomercial type stuff, your 2995, you know, you know, diet, you know, coach plan thing, that type of thing. Um, That crushed me, man, that, that crushed me more than anything. And, and, uh, you know, it was a huge thing for me at that time, because even to take that on further, you know, and trying all these other different diets or whatever, 
I always held on to that situation and what had occurred when I was younger. And I would always, I, I, I attribute it to what I like to call success abandonment. Mm-hmm. And for me, what that means is anytime that I would ever have any type of success and, and, and what I mean by success is, you know, a significant amount of, of weight loss, like these hundred pound, you know, type situations that we were talking about. Um, I would abandon, I would get to a point and I'd be, I'd freak out, you know, and, 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 and I would, I would totally, you know, crush everything that I had and destroy and just have, you know, abandon everything that I had done. But I mean, I've done, I did Atkins at one time. I did Weight Watchers a handful of times. Um, I, uh, you know, I've done no sugar, you know, no grains. Watch, to be completely honest with you, is kind of like for me now, just in the last year, since November of this last year, I started keto. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know really how close in comparison, no sugar, no grains kind of is to the keto lifestyle. Is, is no sugar, no grains kind of like a paleo? Similar to paleo? Um, um, somewhat. It's, it's yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's, you know, you're no breads whatsoever, but, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't, totally restrict the carbs but when you think about it if you're not having any sugar you're not having any grains you're really cutting the carbs. <laughs> yeah you, know? you are anyway and i didn't put two and two together or whatever so when i started up keto in november of this last year and was like i'm gonna give this a shot because it's so close to whatever but when it was no sugar no grains i felt like i was like um i felt like i didn't have any any ideas you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I was stuck. I was just doing something where keto, thankfully, in the social media world has blown up and there's a lot, you know, to be discussed about it. A lot of people that are doing it. Um, it gave me the opportunity to like not be not be bored with something. I think I I think my problem was is that not so much of not having willpower, but I would get bored with the diets that I was on. Yeah, I, I definitely see that because uh, often, like, if you keep eating the same stuff over and over too, like, I, I mean, for me, that's the boredom of it is when I eat the same thing, like, for like, I can never do, I can never do lunch and dinner being the same thing. Like, that's first of all, because if they're the same, I'm going to like be off of that after a week or two. Um, and then the second one is like, if, if, I, if I, I can eat like lunch the same, like for me, I could eat, I could eat grilled chicken, rice and vegetables every day and I'd be fine for lunch for at work but then like on the weekend i want something different because i'm like i need something usually i car i i carb cycle so i have carb heavy meals on the weekends at least one so that at least gives me a, a break in my norm and you know like i find that that's so important and so many people don't even like i i've, I've come across they don't like really have a plan other than like they, they, they like follow certain like things like with keto like you'll do keto and it works for a lot of people works great for a lot of people and then like there comes a point where they're like yeah but i want to have like this i want to have my one buddy does it off and on and he's like yeah but i would just really want some cake (laughs) like and 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 that's where you get you kind of go off the rails a bit sometimes right i'm gonna say something real quick because it's yeah it, it goes along the lines of what you were just saying 
uh, lately, you know, because cravings will never go away. Whether you have weight loss, or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. plan or lifestyle changes that you make. So this whole thing lately with me is I understand that there is keto ice cream out there, but mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just want like, and I'm being so good about it and I'm not breaking my, you know, thing. I just want some dang ice cream. You know, that's like, that's in my head right now. And I can't, I can't get it out. Mm-hmm. But what I'm proud, what I'm proud about is, you know, in years past, I would say, uh, it's not going to kill me. I'll, I'll, I'll go and, you know, I'll, I'll get an, I'll get one cone and I'll be done. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that I have that one cone today and then four days from now, Oh, well, it's been four days. I've, well, I've gone four days. I'll have that, you know, I'll have another cone. And mm-hmm. then eventually that just keeps on cycling. And then you come to find out, oh, every other day I'm stopping and I'm getting an ice cream cone. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, and it just, and so, so that's that going back to my main thing from earlier about having the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the goal and the there's not really an end goal because I gotta I know now I've got to do this forever. So there is no there there's there's no end goal. Like that's that's how I look at it. This is always gonna be this if I want to always I have to always strive and I can never um, I can never be okay with where I'm at. Because as soon as I put that back into my head, I'm never going to give that extra effort, mm-hmm. you know, to, to get to get further along to where I got, where I got to be. Yeah, and um, keto ice cream. Side note: Have you had any of it before? I've had a couple of different kinds. I there's maybe one that Rebel to okay. give them a to give them a plug seems to be kind of the best one that I found. Mm. But so, so I haven't tried any keto, specifically keto ones, but I had tried like Halo Top and Enlightened. Yeah. And and, and they're 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 garbage. Yeah, um I mean, cool. I mean I mean I I I just I'm, I'm just like, you know what? I'll just go buy like I'll just go buy like I'll, I'll go get like something at like uh you know if it usually if I'm like I'll just stop at an ice cream place and just get a like a cone if I really am feeling it um on those days. But I also don't I get it like once every like couple weeks at most in the summer, like just, just, to, just to spread it out. Cause like, sometimes I just like, I get that craving. And for me, like, I find that if I don't, if I don't, if I have like a serious craving for something and I don't get some version of that, I'm going to keep thinking about it and thinking about it until I do get it. And and that, and that's where a lot of times the mindset will keep me from it for a while, but then eventually I'll have, I, what I used to do is I used to binge on it. Like I, I would not have it like when I was on, like before I fixed the mindset, I would be, I'd be thinking about it. And then I just be like, you know, what? and then I go and get like, go to Dairy Queen and get like a blizzard to take home and then like an ice cream cone to, t- to eat on the way home and then have the blizzard like later that night. Right. And put a lid on my blizzard, but the yeah. cone, I'm, I'm, the cone yeah. I want right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've I all been those, there, right? I did those same things. I did those, that, that's class. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, just uh, 
Food Addicts, food addicts the, 101. The Big Boys Club or whatever yeah. you want to call it. I yeah. mean, you know, you, you think about, I mean, uh, you know, I, I was the kind of, you know, guy that um, I'd go to work, I'd eat my lunch that I took to work or we would order out lunch. Then I'd call the wife to figure out what we were having for, for dinner that night. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I, whether I liked it or I didn't, you know, didn't like it, I was stopping at fast food on the way home mm-hmm. and ordering something and eating that before I would get into the house to then, whether I liked it or not with the meal that was made, I, you know, or whatever we were going to have for dinner, And I would eat that as well. So yeah. I was eating, you know, I mean, I was eating four to five, like full on meals you know, a, a day, sometimes even more. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I was very similar. And, and, you know, I was, when I had a, you know, Frank is losing weight on a couple of weeks ago, um, months ago, he, he and I had uh, been chatting and I, I said, you know, Taco Bell was that they weren't idiots when they came up with fourth meal as a, as a marketing slogan. Yeah. Right. Cause oh, it wasn't just about like going there for a snack. It was, we all go in there and spent $30 at Taco Bell where everything's super cheap. Yeah. <laughs> right here right yeah, here yeah, yeah me too yeah. um yeah yeah and, and, and now I'm, <laughs> now i'm now i'm at the point where i'm every now and then but uh when i have my high carb meal i'll sometimes get taco bell but mostly i like to have it at home because it tastes better to me when i make it at home compared to making it there and even just finding ways to make it a little bit healthier than what it would be if i got it at a to-go place so i don't know if you ever so i was always embarrassed about how much I would order at fast food places. Mm-hmm. So I used to do tricks like this going through. <laughs> I'd order two pops or I'd pretend, or I'd pretend that I'm on my phone and I'm, uh, and, and like, I'm reading a text. Uh, can, uh, my, my wife just texted me. Can, can you add two more bean burritos to that order? <laughs> because I didn't want them to think, yeah. you know, oh, dude, this guy's ordering it all for himself and whether they said that, you know, like he's cheese balling us, you know, or whatever. And they, I mean, it made me feel better at least about that, that specific moment, you know, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. It's kind of like when I, sometimes when my dogs, um, as like a treat, we'll get them Arby's roast beef sandwich and they go like crazy for it. And when I order it, I'll always ask for Arby sauce because I don't want them to think I'm ordering one sandwich for. Yeah. For, for the dog right yeah. uh and I, and I just throw the rb sauce home, away when i get home it's just like another one of those like mind things that you're trying to like justify it so you don't seem like a crazy person to, but, but, to whoever to a stranger and then at, at the end of the day you know while i was eating it i didn't feel guilty one bit mm-hmm. 15 yeah. 15 20 minutes after it was all gone and i see all the wrappers and i'm throwing the bag away that's when reality would sit in like what are you doing yeah yeah for sure yeah and and that's that's the, that's the tough part that's the tough that's that, that's where you want to get that mindset you want to get that attitude before you get the food right because you're just like kind of fighting yourself at that point going and back now, and forth this new kick that i'm in now with the mindset and being right it's the 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 accomplishment to me means so much more it's that whole like you know when you want it when you want it so badly as you 
you know, you, when you want it so badly that you need that same, you know, passion to, to breathe in this world, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that's what it came down to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and, and it does. Cause you know, it, when you're literally in a hospital bed, like as you and I both were, you realize how like fragile it is like your whole life and, 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 and it could be taken from you like very quickly or at least you're even just like your mobility and things. And it's all because of something that you put in your mouth over and over and over. Right. Amen. I mean, 100%. And that was just like, you know, and I had looked into prior to that, I had looked into weight loss surgery. I had looked into, you know, lap band and, and those types of, you know, possibilities for me i'd even gone through a couple of the orientations for stuff like that to get you know but i i I didn't fully look into it to educate my myself enough um but i never went you know i never went through with with that previously to 2017 because you know i had this stigma that some people do about you know weight loss surgery and uh, you know the whole uh uh, easy way out yeah taking the easy way look man i've said this to many people i will battle anybody at any time that wants to challenge that weight loss surgery is the easy way out Uh, i'm i'm I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you like i'm right there at your side because and i didn't have it right because i i find it so obscene it's always the people that don't even think about getting the surgery to say it's the easy way out like they don't need it as a tool like some of us that have debated getting it and we thought about it and it's like it's going to help you significantly if you put in all the work it's just a tool it's not a magic pill nothing is magic nothing Mm -hmm. is magic and the problem is is that in some you know uh situations and, and people's paths, I, I, I'm not going to judge anyone for any path that they want to take as long as they're taking a path. That's the way that's, that's, that's how I look yeah, at it. For sure. You know, however you're doing it, you know, um, and I'm not even gonna, you know, harp on you if you're, if, if, if you're doing things where I would think it is unhealthy because you have those mm-hmm. types of individuals as well. I will, you know, you're only eating 600 calories. That's so, that's so unhealthy. Well, mm-hmm. if that's what that, whether it is or it isn't, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not there to preach to that person about what, you know, is or isn't, you know, right. Now, if they come to me asking me for advice and my opinion, well, I'm going to, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be one of those to, to throw myself at them, to tell them what I think without being, you know, asked first. And, you know, and that happens way, you know, way too often. Um, but for me, you know, I just, I, uh, I did, I had that stigma and then I had to educate myself to understand what weight loss was really, you know, weight loss surgery was really going to do for me. And, and oftentimes now when I look at it, I think in some aspects, I have to do more than maybe what some of the individuals had that did not have weight loss surgery, you know? Because now I've reduced so much. I had I had gastric bypass, ruin why, but you know, by the way, and so like malabsorption. I mean, there's so like like 
<clears throat> excuse me. I altered stuff, you know, stuff was altered, you mm-hmm. know, and that, 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 I think that was the biggest hurdle to get over in my mind as that, is that I let foreign objects in to change around what was never meant to really be changed around. Does that, does that make sense? Uh, oh, oh yeah, for sure. I and, mean, and that was, yeah, that was the biggest mind, you know, screw for me in the whole process was, you know, um, I'm altering, I'm altering something that should not be altered. It wasn't meant to be altered. So you mentioned that it was it's messed with your mind, right? Did that, uh, because of that mind, mind effing, um, did that like lead you to not quite, it, did that delay you getting kind of your mindset right? Where you just kind of like, even though you had the surgery, like it, it didn't like, cause like, we hear, we hear stories of people that have the surgeries and they either, it doesn't, they don't lose really, or they lose a little bit or they even gain even with the surgery? So I had surgery in 2017. I lost a ton of weight, like in the first six months, mm-hmm. my total weight loss up until 2020 was like two, almost 250 pounds. Then in 2020, I gained 90 pounds of what I had lost back. Mm-hmm. Then in November of 2020, I I had some reoccurring dreams that kind of shook me to the core and was another wake up call for me. Um, and that was, you know, there was dream. I had, I was having dreams that my daughters were talking to me as if I were already gone. For example, it was like, I was looking, I was looking up, down upon them from above and they were basically like talking and writing a story hey you know daddy i rode my bike for the first time today daddy you know i did this you know blah, blah, blah. daddy i wish you were here to see me you know i got an a plus on my you know math report blah, blah, blah. that that type of stuff hey, i was yeah. ha- and that that was like you know just your it, it it was one of those things where like i'm if i if i don't figure this out i'm gonna i'm gonna be back to 600 pound jess again Mm -hmm. and i i i it i did not want all of what i felt was the hard work and what and me going through the weight loss surgery to be all for nothing and then that's when i said you know what i did no sugar no grains before and it worked for me so when i had my weight loss surgery I had the doctors wouldn't operate on me unless I was less than 500 pounds. So I was five, 581. So I had to get below 500 before they would even operate on me, which that could be a complete mind screw in its own because, okay. So you're telling me that you're, I can have weight loss surgery, but yet I have to lose almost a hundred pounds before, before you'll even consider doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I wanted it so bad, even at that point that I went through and I used no sugar, no grains to lose. You know, I, I, I was below 500 when I, you know, got on the operating table the day of surgery. So, and that stirred up some stuff, you know, with my family, because 
you know, it would, hey, if, uh, you know, if you lost that hundred pounds, you know, you can do it. How come you, you know, why, why, why not, you know, just disregard having the surgery and just continue doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I said, you guys know me more than anybody in the world. You know that I've done things like this previously, and I've never been able to get over that hurdle of the weight doesn't get put back on. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I need, I, I, I feel at this point in time in my life that I need this surgery to help me get over that hurdle, that hump. So I had put back on the 90 pounds, you know, in the year, you know, 2020, if you want to blame COVID, I give everyone, anyone who wants to use the COVID excuse, we all dealt, everyone in this world dealt with the same problem. So, but I did, I gained back 90 pounds, 90 pounds. And I, uh, start, you know, just decided that no sugar, no grains worked for me. I'm going to switch this over and try this keto thing. Um, and see where that leads me. Well, you know, I am now 80, 84, 85 pounds of that 90 that I had gained back. Mm -hmm. I've lost. So I'm almost, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. So I'm almost back down to the lowest that I got, um, you know, after surgery. And I know now that I used to look at weight loss as being some sort of race. Like I had to do it so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I fixed a lot of the things in my head now, as far as the mindset and having the mind, right. Because for me now, it's more about just the, the journey itself than, than it being some sort of like, you know, race, like it has to happen so quickly. I wanted it to happen so quickly. Now it's just about, the little things and fixing those and finding, finding other things to motivate me and finding other situations where the scale is not the final determination of, you know, my weight loss. There's so much, so much more involved, involved in it. Yeah. And so many, I, I like to go back to the NSVs all the time because like, um, so even like clothes fitting better that you have, right. Cause like, I mean, I've been, kind of going around the same weight for a bit and you know i bought a pair of jeans that now are like big on me that i was basically at the same weight as i am now and the jeans were tight because because like you know it could be muscle gear instead of fat it could be just like reshift shifting of the weight who knows i'm not saying why it happens but like those things just help you like get through the journey when the scale doesn't move too because <laughs> when the scale doesn't move you really get frustrated by it and um yeah just so much of what you're saying is just like so so like so spot on right um and and you know losing getting having gained that weight in 2020 and then losing almost all of it again is just amazing because now you're almost at the point of going like below that low right yes and the difference now is look any of the uh I know I'm kind of contradicting what I said earlier about there being magic, but any, any of the magic or the, 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 any of the advanced weight loss that happens after having weight loss surgery, it's been 
I'm so far past that. So this last, since no, last November, this has been all me this time around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And that's why, for, that's why, that's why for me, you know, um, this time around, and I think that's why with the mindset and everything and just, it means so much more to me now. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you know, um, the first Super Bowl came and, and went for me, you know, I had, I had the team, you know, I what you know, the team, the team helped me, but this time around this Super Bowl, I'm the MVP and that's how I feel. Yeah. And, and you're a Lions fan, right? I'm a bears fan. Oh, bears. Wow. Okay. Bears. Sorry. I got, I got your, I got your boy at least, he, 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 at least he, until his signature is right on that. I know right that. Football. <laughs> ah, fuck it. I can't, I can't, I can't point the right way, but, but yeah, he's right on that football. Um, I'm not fond I, of him. I, but I, I listen, I'll take that day every day. Cause I don't care. Hey. We got it. Um, so one thing that you also mentioned that I wanted to kind of double down on is how you talked about the speed at which you want to see it happen and how you, I think a big part of that too is as much as great as the community is that you see on the weight loss community. And I'm going to go with Instagram because I don't really pay attention to it on Twitter or anywhere else. Um, you see everybody's success and the rate that they do it in. Right. So I'll give you some, for examples, like uh, Alex Poro went from like 480 to two, 200. Right. Uh, Frank is losing weight. He's lost like 300 pounds. Chance has lost 300 pounds. They started like a year after I did. Uh, There's one other guy who started the same month I did. Um, he's not, he's not, he doesn't do podcasts really, um, but his name's Griff Gets Fit. And he and I, I had like, I've been talking to him for a year, for since, well, pretty much the whole journey because I found him early on. And he lost, he's almost lost 500 pounds because he, like, he was like 760. And he's gone down to like 280s or something. And even our our good friend Gormy. Oh yeah, and Gormy's done twice, you, right? You have lost three hundred plus pounds twice. Yeah. So so I mean, and then so, there's so many other stories of people, but then like the, you, you'll you'll see the the progression at which they do it, and you can't always pre- compare it because like and that's why I always say like compare yourself to yourself to your previous self, um because so often like you don't know what's going on with everyone like you don't know that like do they have the time, what's their what's their situations like at home you know if, if you have like family stuff maybe you can't lose it as fast because you can't eat because you have too many too many temptations around but you're doing you're doing a slower progression because of that right so there's all kinds of different versions of it and it's just like i, I just tell people like to not um because i i am guilty of it myself where i don't give myself grace like when, when, when i when i mess up quote air quote mess up um and you know i'll, I'll be pissed at myself and I'll kick myself and I'll be like you know I was like I was like going right down the path like I was losing like consistently like when I lost like nine or ten weeks in a row and then all of a sudden like I I, like snacked on shit I shouldn't have had I I didn't want to have and then um it just became like mindless right and just like uh that 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 old me still in my head it didn't go away it's just like I have to manage I I always have to manage it because without managing it you're gonna like you can you can fall into it pretty fast and um so 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 like i i don't know how you feel about it but every like everyone i talk to about it i'm just always like don't compare yourself to anyone else because even though i kind of did when i mentioned how long they 
but I'm not really, I'm using it as an example, not really for me to be like fixated on it. Cause you know, I'll get there. And like, even like for me, I've lost almost 250 and I still have like a hundred and at least 120 to go. And, you know, who knows beyond that, but then there's like, you know, so many people will see how much I've lost and then they'll like praise it. And then I'm like, and, and, and that's also like one of the benefits of the community is because you're able to get that, that pra- call it praise, call it whatever. And you, you, it's like a positive reinforcement of everything you're doing. That, that, that sure. also helps keep me going sometimes. Cause, cause so often, like if you get stuck in your own head, even with the mindset, right. You can, you can start to like, be like, but man, I just really want to have like, like the ice cream cone. Right. And go back to it all the time. Well, that that's like, that's why I like, you know, and I know we're both a part of it, the ALG group there. And, and the reason why I say that is just, you touched on it a little bit. I sometimes will end up saying the negative things like where I don't give myself enough credit for the accomplishment of the amount of weight that I have lost. Mm-hmm. And it takes someone to remind me, look, Jess, you've lost over 200 freaking pounds. You know, you've lost mm-hmm. almost 250 pounds. You have lost 250 pounds at one time. That's like two people. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it puts it back into, pers- you know, perspective and where I wanted to race and have this weight loss. And I think it's natural for all of us, just a human. It's just, it's just, it's, it's just in us to compare. We've been, we've, we've been programmed to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the very beginning, before we jumped on here and I was talking, I was asking you what, what your heaviest was. Cause I do, you and I follow each other on Instagram. I've looked at your pictures. I've looked at where you've come from or whatever. And I see a lot of similarities, even in, you know, body structure, what you're doing, you know, you know, um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think I seen you, you were doing something and there was a picture taken. I think it was with, you were with, uh, John or whatever in Phil and you went to Philly or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was with John and Kenny. And yeah. Went to Philly. And you were like in a t-shirt and shorts and I'm like, Oh my God, that's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. but it's just, it's, 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 it's natural to do things like that or, you know, and, and I think the difference with me now is in the past, if I wasn't doing it as fast as the other people that were somewhat similar, similar to me, mm-hmm. I, I, that would derail me. And I'd be yeah. like, or if I, or like you were talking about having stalls and stepping on the scale and so if I, now when I step on the scale and I don't see anything, it's like what I was saying earlier, I look for other, I, I don't base everything on that number on the scale now yeah. where I used to before. Mm-hmm. And that has kept me in check for not like, you know, in previous times when the scale wasn't moving, I would say, Oh, screw it. And I would be like, you know, oh, well, I'm trying this, I'm trying this damn hard and nothing's happening. And the, the, mm-hmm. the scale's not moving. Well, screw it. I'll go eat a bag of chips. I'll go, you know, I'll order a pizza, you know, that type of thing. I'm not doing those things now. And it's rewarded me because what doesn't happen today, tomorrow, or the next day, a week and a half from now, even if it's two weeks, I know if it goes longer than two weeks, I got to adjust something and figure, figure things out. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But it's, 
it's very amazing to myself that you may not, something may not happen for three, four or five days. And on the sixth day, it's like, oh my God, what, you know, like you, you don't eat. And even then, yeah, the scale went down two or three pounds or whatever. And you, and then now you're not believing that because I'll, I will tell you the more that you die and I hate using the word diet, the more that you make lifestyle changes and educate yourself about what you're doing, the more you find out that when that stuff does happen and the scale might go up in a day, three pounds, you didn't really gain three pounds. And when the scale goes down three or four pounds, there was a whole mixture of why you lost that three or four pounds. And it's not necessarily all, you know, body fat and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. I've had to educate myself and I've had to learn that where in previous past, that whole thing, I think that's why educating yourself goes, speaks volumes and go, it goes so far than just trying to, that's why I feel so bad for people first starting out and trying to do this and not really understanding and, 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 and having coaching or any type of, you know, mentor or someone there to help them along the way. Uh, because it can totally, that that's where some of the bad mojo and the mind, you know, can really mess yourself up because you're thinking it's, you're, 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 you're totally thinking it should be based off of like what you know, the whole calories in, calories out, you know, that type of thing. No one, all these things, you know, there's, there's just, there's too much bad stuff out there that can totally derail you, you know, go into a local grocery store and go to the magazine rack and, 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 and you're, 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 you've, you've totally lost. You've totally lost picking up any of those magazines and reading what's in between those pages you know yeah or or or, or, or just or just uh like going on instagram on the other side of instagram where you see all the fashion celebrities yeah. posting right and, and like people want to look like xyz person like say it's like kylie jenner or kardashians right and, and but then they don't think about the fact that like these people have so much money and work that they get done and not to mention the amount of Photoshop skills that get used on all the photos. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. And it's, it's, again, you don't see the whole picture. You're seeing a snippet of the best possible outcome of marketing. So, so so then that, and that's where like, you just got to try to, you just got to stay. It's like, um, so people say like, trust the process, which I, as a Sixers fan, I freaking hate that because I hate the process, but you got, you got really, it, like you said, it, it's, it, you're about the journey because the, de- the destination will be the, the destination is by the end. Right. Um, we all get to the same, we all are going to be in the same place at the, at the very end. So, so enjoying the journey while you're on it too, is a big part of it. Um, speaking of journey, cause I want to get back to your journey. So like, I like to ask a guess, um, like where, so obviously we know where you are today. Cause you just talked about it. Like, where do you want to see yourself in say like a year from now? in like the summer of well, we're in November when this comes out. So let's say by the end of 2022, where would you want to see like your journey be? Um, 
I, I would hope that I'm, I'm using bad words again. But, that's, that's, that's fine. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, I, I sure I, I want, I, I don't, this is my whole thing about not, I know you have to put some numbers on things. Um, and, and I have, you know, for those just trying to hit those markers and achievements. And I just don't get discouraged when I don't hit those numbers, but a year from now, you know, I'm, I'm at three, I'm currently at 351 pounds. Mm-hmm. I would love to be, because I know it's going to slow itself down and I'm just prepared for that. But if I'm, if I'm at 250 by this time next year, that's a huge win for me. That's where I, that's where I would like to be. If it becomes sooner than that. Okay, great. And if this time next year, we're still talking and I'm only at 300. Well, that's 50 pounds less than where I am right now. You yeah, know, still progress. It's still progress. As, and, 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 and what I want to see from myself going forward. And then this next year is that I don't have another relapse like I did in 2020 and put and start and, and, and so, where, where one of my famous sayings is, you know, stop making life your excuse, make life your reason. Like it. Yeah. What I mean by that is people let life get in the way and they let, and, and people use life as the excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, this happened, you know, this happened and look, man, you know, you're always going to have a bad day. You're always going to, you know, uh, you're going to buy a new car and go into, and I say this because it happened to me just recently, you're going to go into Costco for 20 minutes to buy a rug. And when you come out, someone keyed the hood of your car and it was a brand new, brand new car. You didn't even have it for a week. Wow, man. That for some people that, that can ruin everything. And, and it would make, you know, in past years, that'd make me want to go and, mm-hmm. you know, get two hot and ready's and bring them home and eat them because, because that, you know, like ruined my day. What, what, what is a hot and ready? <laughs> hot and ready is little, little, little Caesars. Caesars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I haven't had, I haven't had little Caesars in so long. I um, haven't had I, what, real. <laughs> when I would, I mean, I'm talking like since I was a kid, because they used to have a little Caesars in the Kmart in my town okay. that I lived in. And that's like, I mean, I see little Caesars around, but I'm always like, I see the ads and I'm like, uh, it's the, it's the it's the home of the five dollar pizza but yeah, they oh, call yeah. their commercial is you know it's hot, hot and, ready. and ready yeah because you just drive you just drive up or pull in and they yeah. got them just sitting there for five bucks you walk in give them yeah. your five bucks and walk out i um, I, I just pay six and get i would, I, just, I would just pay six and get dominoes <laughs> yeah uh but i mean you know it's those types of things when so so a year from now i just don't I, I want progression. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's totally fair. And that's totally like, even like, I like your mindset is just like, even if it's only 50, only 50, uh, which is not on only, but uh, if it, even if it's 50, you know, it's still progression and it still gets you closer to your goal yeah. of whatever your number is that you want to hit eventually. Cause we all have a number that we want to hit when we start the journey. Just, like, you know, the month, of, the, the month of, you know, May for me, so since I've been doing this, you know, since November keto, I've averaged 
anywhere from 11 to 15 pounds mm-hmm. uh, a month. Well, this last month, I only had a six pound loss. However, I lost almost five inches. Yeah. So why do I have to be upset about things? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, and that's a, that's a big part of it. I mean, so I, I kind of go with, I kind of got into it people about the scale a few months ago. Cause when I had a sudden so January, which is like usually January is a like month where everybody wants to lose. Right. And I just had a January where I got, I, I went on vacation in January and I, the key West I gained like, so what happened was I gained, I gained like 15 pounds. And then by the end of January, I lost 14 pounds. So I gained a pound net. And, um, and so I was just, I was just saying, I wish this was better, but I wasn't even like totally like downing myself or anything. I wish this was a better number. And, and like people just like took it the wrong way. And, and we're like, we're like a scale. You don't need to be a slave to the scale. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not a slave to the scale, but at my weight at the time, which was like around four, four twenty or so, or four fifteen, uh, I was like, I was like, I'm not a slave to it, but I'm also like at that weight, at my weight, I am. I'm, it's still very important. To, it's still important to me yeah. um, to, to to see that number go down, regardless of how things are fitting. Now, in the me in the month since, like I've kind of gotten to the point a little bit closer to where they were talking, where I'm like, yeah, it's not the end all be all, right? I still want to see it go down, but if it doesn't go down in the, as fast or as quick as I want it to, at least I can see the other like non-scale stuff that's going on that's going well, right? Like like you said, the five inches that you lost, even though you lost half of what you had been expecting to the previous months, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, kind of winding down the show here, um, I, I have to ask everybody a hobby or interest that they have that's uh, can be anything because I, I I don't care I I, I find it interesting because we we've had things from like, uh you know Marvel DC Star Wars we've had kite making and flying we've had, um attending live sports um pro wrestling so anything is it's all over the place so what is like your hobby or interest that you wanted to discuss? So my hobby and passion right now, um is golf. Okay. I think everyone knows that I put it out there, mm-hmm. you know, not only do I have my weight, you know, loss, uh, Instagram, I also have, you know, my, my golf Instagram, and then I have, you know, a golf YouTube page that, um, but the, the, the main reason why I created the golf YouTube page and, and golf account is to, I wanted to encompass and like incorporate weight loss into my golf. Um, you know, when I, uh, when I was recouping after my surgery, I, had to, I didn't have to, but it was provided to me. I took, you know, a month off from work mm-hmm. and my friends, you know, I got some friends that are really, you know, avid golfers and love to golf and they would always want me to come golfing with them. I could never golf at 600 pounds. There's no way, there's no yeah. way that I could <laughs> go and, 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 and even, enjoy, you know, enjoy myself. Um, but it was funny because I've always, you know, I grew up always playing baseball, like baseball was like my huge love, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, unless I was able to commit, which is hard with work and everything to a co-ed like softball team or whatever, um, you know, to, to, to be, you can't just go and say, Oh, I'm going to go play softball today. You know, I'm going to go play baseball today. Yeah. So I had to find something. 
because I had to incorporate sports somehow because that's just, that's in my bloodstream, you know? So mm-hmm. while I was recouping, I'm flipping through the channels and golf is on and I found myself watching it and I found myself, Hey, maybe I should give this another, you know, another shot. So I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I want to have something and have some, you know, uh, uh, some time, you know, with my buddies, you know, and figure this out, you know, and, and, and I used that as a tool for motivation for my continued weight loss. And I used golf, you know, and now it's just, I can't, I can't get, you know, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not, not a golf person. Um, my, my, my dad and my brother, my brothers are, um, how many clubs have you broken playing golf? I haven't broken any yet. Thank God. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. You, yeah, mean, yeah. you mean accidentally or being angry or we'll, we'll go with either, either nothing. Have I wanted to? Absolutely. But they're an investment and they're a little bit too expensive to, I guess if I had, you know, an old, like an old one or whatever, um, but even accidentally, I haven't, you know, I haven't broken anything yet. So, okay. Um, have you gone to any like uh, golf events, like big uh, tour stuff? So, yeah. So in 2019, um, you know, the PGA tour hadn't been here in Detroit in like many, many years. Mm-hmm. and they brought it back to Detroit for the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and uh, I went in 2019, the first year that they did it. Last year, obviously, they had the, the, the event, but didn't have any, you know, you know, you couldn't go to it because of COVID, and then they just released tickets for, it'll be the 4th of July weekend, so they've opened it back up to allow, so I, uh, it's actually my, I, my early father's day, you know, present from, from my wife. She bought me my, you know, my ticket to go, to go back. So oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, last year I actually, I have a slight golf story. So I went with some uh, friend and a friend of his and um, we were meeting up because uh, I was doing, it was like some mentor thing. And then uh, they're like, you, you want to play like, around like we were meeting up at this country club and they're like do you want to play and i was like well i never played i've never ever played i was like i was like why don't we just try the driving range and see how i do before i decide to play and i was terrible and so i was just like how about you guys play and i'll just walk with you so like i literally just i just walked around with them because i was like i was like i have no idea what i'm doing and 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 i i just felt like i would have because they they were more competitive about it and I was just gonna not be the best play, person to play because I was gonna I was gonna get the ball anywhere near where it needed to be, and it'd just be constant like waiting for me. So I was, it was just one of those things where I was like, eh, probably just better to walk around and 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 just like have conversations and you know still enjoy the day and not get mad because I I suck. Yeah. Um, because I'm still I, I get in that baseball mode where I, how you hit a baseball is different than how you hit a golf ball. One hundred percent. Yeah, and that's one hundred percent. And, and that's what that's what the one of my friends was telling me that i was just like he's like so like you're trying to hit it like a baseball you got you can't hit it like a baseball i and i i have that problem to this day it's just it you know i muscle memory for baseball is just mm-hmm. so a part of me mm-hmm. that it tries to find its way into my golf game and that's like you know yeah a huge no-no but yeah you know yeah. 
yeah for sure um but yeah so let's see how about how about top three who are your favorite top three golfers so my absolute favorite golfer is mark leishman he's an australian Mm -hmm. i just um i love that he's a he's a true family man i love his story uh his wife almost you know um died from sepsis he has a big organization that you know he puts on to help um to give back you know it's like uh it's called the begin again foundation Mm-hmm. where people who kind of just need another fresh start. Um, so he has that. I just love every, everything about him. Phil Mickelson is probably, you know, uh, my second, you know, favorite. Um, and then I, you know, <coughs> I'm sure everyone ends up throwing Tiger's name out there and I'm, you know, he just, you, he's like Tom Brady, man. He's, he's the goat and you just have to have, respect for someone who has done it the way that he has yeah so speaking of tiger did, did you watch the documentary that they did on him on hbo last year yeah i wasn't that crazy yeah the first bit was like how how his dad had him so like driven to be good at golf and like it was it was great that how he became the greatest of all time as you just said but then it was like you kind of felt bad for him because he didn't like to be be a normal kid at the same well, time it's like the whole it's like the michael jackson thing it's, yeah. I mean, it's like you know you think of it in that i mean i look at it from the outside in thinking if my dad did it to me that way where it was like so driven like that i'm so happy for tiger that he did in fact love have a love for it because mm-hmm. if you if 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 you're a kid like that and you did not i'd i'd, I'd hate my dad i'd hate him yeah yeah it's, yeah it's tough uh but it's 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 if anyone hasn't seen it yet i would definitely um check it out because i think it's very it's just it's just interesting to see how how it developed and you don't you don't have to love golf oh to, no not at all watch it i I, 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 I i don't really love golf i don't like golf that much so i and i like the it was just very interesting it was like kind of like you had to watch it like you had to see it because it was just it was the train wreck thing right because you knew how it was ending with parts of it and you just wanted to see exactly where it was going to go all right so cool golf it's a new one haven't had that one before we've had some repeats on some of these um so i I like it i i I tell everyone this i like it because i get to know we get to know more about the person that is on the show sure instead of just the weight loss story that we could hear you say on other shows as well so um, now I'm going to shift to what I call Brett's Corner, which is where I ask you five questions. And I'm actually going to ask you a sixth question that you didn't know about. I just decided that as okay. we were sitting here. Right. But uh, so that's a little bonus. There's only I only do that every now and then. Question number one is what movie, TV show, or event are you most excited for in the coming year? Um, kind of a, kind of a weird one, but and I'm not I'm not the I'm not the biggest you know. I don't know. I want top. I want. I want to. I want the new Top Gun to come out finally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe it's December or yeah. November. Yeah. November, December, somewhere in there. It might be up as we were as we were talking. I don't know. As we're like as this publishes, but uh, yeah, somebody else had mentioned that a, few, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I, I'm intrigued just because it's been so long. 
because it was like what, 86 was the last yeah, one. So we're, we're, we're talking about we're talking 35 years yeah. difference. Yeah, it was supposed to come out like a year ago, but you know, COVID. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. And I'm kind of intrigued that Tom Cruise's character is still just a captain <laughs> and, not, <laughs> and not like never got like higher than I mean, based on just based on the trailers. That I the storyline. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise, you know, fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few movies, obviously, that, you know, that I like, you know, of his. But that particular movie, I just loved it. And now with technology that has changed, you know, and then, you know, remastering the first Top Gun and you putting it into a surround sound type, t- you know, system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you, 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 just, feel, you feel I the think, need, right? Think, yeah, yeah, you do. And 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 I think uh, I was watching a little bit of a half documentary about them doing some of the filming for the new and, and how uh, the obviously they're faking some of what is going on, but they actually put these actors up in the sky to actually really feel what it's like to have that, those G's, you know, Mm -hmm. so that they would really understand when they're filming just exactly how the body's going to feel in that, in that moment. So. Yeah. Just, Just intrigued by it all. I mean, I think it'll, you know, I, I hope it doesn't disappoint. That's all. Yeah, and I, I I think it's pretty cool because um because you know you can uh you can really like see something that you have you never thought you'd see again. When did you ever think you'd see a Top Gun movie come back? Right, especially like you're talking Tom Cruise made that in his 20s and now he's in his 50s or 60s. So it's been a long time. And I, I mean, I, I, I would never call that a great movie, but it's fun. I didn't think I'd see a Coming to America sequel, and I still didn't see it. <laughs> I'm, <one>. not... <laughs> I'm sorry i'm spoiling it for everyone no that no, no, no 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 you, you go right ahead because um I, one... I actually I actually don't like i'm not a big fan of the first one i know that's a uh hot take that but... is one of that is one of my favorite movies and i think because it was one of my favorite movies the sequel did not live up to expectations mm-hmm. and i was you know it, it, it was a letdown for me yeah, that, that's what I've heard. I've heard the sequel didn't didn't live up for people's expectations, and which is unfortunate because you put so much stock in it because you want it to be good. Right? And then they delayed it, and it was you know it was supposed to be released here, and then they released it on you know Prime, and there was a whole big hoopla around you know the 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 whole you know creating it or whatever. But I'm not gonna say I didn't laugh at certain parts, but it was just I don't know. I think the writing and the storyline could have been better so, yeah yeah for I'll, sure. I'll leave it at that <laughs> all right so question number two is what are two non-health related goals you have for the next year uh non-health related goals um so i i think uh i i, I want to further my um education and tooling for, you know, my career and for work. Um, there's some, you know, certifications and stuff that I want to go after. Um, so I'm looking at that. So that that's one. And w- um, what do you do for work? Like I'm a service desk manager for an IT company. Oh, cool. All right. So I, I work in, I work in technology as well. So okay, that's yeah. another thing we have in common, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and that's, you know, it's, it's like, 
it's one of those uh if you don't use it you lose it type thing and mm-hmm. and, and and you know technology is so vast and, and it, it changes so quickly that you gotta you gotta keep your own self on your own toes um yeah you know to, to stay you know current with everything um but with things changing everything there's some certifications and stuff out there for some of the products that we even sell just to be certified um you know and and, and what we're pitching to our customers um i think it's important even for myself that i just i get a little bit more more involved in in getting acquainted with those yeah cool uh all right uh question number well that's just number that was part that was one of the goals right or was that both did you say both yeah Yeah, okay sorry um uh question number three if someone came to you saying they were lacking motivation to stay consistent what three pieces of of advice would you give them um i think it's part of my logo i think it's part of my um you know what's on my hat too is the three continue to work hard you know, stay consistent. And, and, and we've just, this has been on our, we've been discussing this all night. It's just be patient, Mm -hmm. be patient. It will thing, it will, it will happen if you can just work hard, stay consistent, be patient. I've come up with those (laughs) words for myself and they've, they've been the glue in this new you know, part of, of my journey. Awesome. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's, it's very true. Patience is, patience is a virtue and it's very key. Um, all right. Question number four, what have you discovered most about yourself during your journey or transformation that surprised you the most? Um, that the body along with the mind, but more so the body, because, uh, the body is more, capable of doing things than you ever thought were imaginable yeah very true and what would normally be the final question if if in 150 years science fails to save us all and all that is left is a book about your life what would the title be and what would the blurb tell us about jess um this is a good one um I just, you know, I think it would, I'm not sure exactly what the, what the title would be, but I know the blurb would be, um, and that the the back of the book would just basically tell you that, um, this is someone that had to overcome huge obstacles in their life, but have had, you know, finally, uh, finally found a way to beat the one thing that has beaten them for their entire life. Awesome. I like it very much. Uh, cause it's so true. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm, I, I am, I mean, I'm finally, I, I'm finally able to say that Brett and, 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 and believe it at the same yeah. time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get it. All right. Now last question bonus question for you know you, you get bonus points i don't know what that for i don't know what we can cash them in for but something one day <laughs> um 
I'll buy you. I'll buy you something one day when we, if we ever meet up, right? I'll buy you a drink. I'll buy you. I'll buy, I'll buy you a water. Deal. Uh, Deal. The uh, okay. So next week, I believe next week is Thanksgiving. What is your favorite thing you like to do on Thanksgiving, whether with your family or that you've always loved to do since you were a kid? Uh, well, obviously, football is included in that somehow. Um, but one of the things that I had to give up and I'm not saying that I had to give up, but I choose to give up. And it's one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving is homemade real stuffing. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. That is, that is, I mean, I, that, that's like my, so I don't know. Maybe I'll have to figure out a uh, a keto stuffing recipe because I'm sure I'm sure it's out there, you know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. But not <laughs> nothing will ever be. I know nothing will ever be as good as uh, you know real homemade. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's one of my favorite. Even 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 growing up, Thanksgiving is like one of my favorite meals. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've always been. Uh like super like i i like it um but it's mostly i like to see like family i don't see as often i mean obviously not last year but most years and then i also just like because it's food that you usually don't have because so often you're like having you know you don't have turkey that often like that kind of turkey you don't have uh, stuffing you don't have pumpkin pie all year round, right? Um, and, and, yeah. Uh, so, so stuffing, stuffing is one of my favorites. But um, so growing up, my grandfather made ter- Thanksgiving a lot, and um, he would make stuff like it was fast and easy. So we had stovetop stuffing. So it wasn't. It was from the box. Sure. But man, every time I eat it, I, I love it. Like I, I can eat it all day, and it is so bad for you, and so much salt in it, and. Uh, but, but, but every time I have it, I'm like, yeah, this tastes good. This, this, this is the good stuff. And I, I mean, I have it in my cabinet right now, but I only make it every once in a while, like yeah. once every four months or something with like something depends what it is. Awesome. But yeah, I, I, I just figured to ask as we're right around hot Thanksgiving and get to get to know more. And I think, uh, next week, uh, I think next week's episode is going to be like a special about all about Thanksgiving. So stay tuned for that. Um, uh, but yeah. All right, so um, I, I want to give you the opportunity to plug anything because you mentioned your golf Instagram, golf YouTube, as well as your per, your your weight loss Instagram. Um, where can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, so you can reach me. You know, I have two different Instagrams, but mainly, you know, for to follow me where I'm most active uh, for weight loss is at Ruin Y Keto Guy. So R N Y. K-E-T-O-G-U-I. That's my weight loss. And then the, <laughs> this is a whole not, this can be a whole nother episode, but <laughs> my, my golf one, if anyone's interested is the bogey smalls, B-O-G-E-Y-S-M-A-L-L-S. And it's just a play on words for biggie smalls. Mm-hmm. So I cool. just, I, I intertwine my love for hip hop into, you know, golf as well. So I like it, man. I like it a lot. Uh, so awesome. So I will add this to the show notes and, and link your YouTube as well. And so, you know, get, 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 get some traffic over there, check them out on YouTube, especially cause I know 
YouTube views are nice to have when you see people watching your stuff. Um, all right. So I want to thank everybody for listening or watching this episode all the way to the end. Congratulations. You made it. Make sure you check out the show notes. Like I just said, for links to anything we mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out my website, becomingbrett.com. You can follow me on at becoming Brett on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow the show at becoming more pod on Instagram until next time. Remember to give us a five-star review or DM me what you think about the show and make sure you come back next week so we can all learn how to become more.